I'm Kira Likos with Wise Wolf Tarot, and you're listening to Out of the Broom Closet. Welcome to episode one. This episode is all about introductions and explanations. Who am I and why are we here? So who am I? My name's Kira Likos, and I'm the person behind Wise Wolf Tarot. I've been studying paganism and divination for well over 20 years. And when I say studying, that's a very loose term. I um, kind of meander down the path of paganism, as I like to say. I was introduced to paganism through my mother, which honestly I feel was a blessing because I knew people studying paganism and having to hide it from their family while living in their home. And from what I understand, it was quite difficult. I understood hiding it outside of the house, but I was blessed enough to not have to hide it inside the house. So my mother had gotten into paganism and sat me down one day and kind of explained in short what it was, which if I recall correctly, was essentially it was a nature-based religion where ethics were a large portion of how we functioned and that we respected nature and all that it provided for us. And that there was a duality when it came to the hierarchy of the religion which was a god and a goddess. And I really, it really resonated with me. And I asked her for more information. So she gave me some books and I uh, went off on a tangent reading. I really felt connected to paganism ever since she brought it up to me. My grandpa had a cabin in the woods when I was a kid and there was nowhere on this planet that I would rather be than at that cabin in the middle of the woods with a generator and a wood-burning stove and a fireplace and Uno. We did not play Monopoly because that just caused fights. But it was heaven to me. And I felt connected there. So when I'm going through the basics of this path... And it talks about being one with nature. It just really hit home. And I um, essentially took that and ran. Just to kind of back up a smidge, I live in a very conservative portion of California. I live in Kern County. If, if you've heard of it, you know. Um, the community here when I was younger was very, very, very close-minded. Um, when I was in high school... People who were gay were still being shunned, still getting beat up, which I know is is still a thing, but I mean, it was an everyday occurrence. It was essentially a very difficult place to grow up if you did not fit the Christian normative. For instance, we have areas of town where we still currently have active white supremacists. No joke. Not making it up. So that should give you an idea of the community that I grew up in. So by the time I hit high school, I had already had years of tarot reading under my belt for myself and super close friends. When I got to high school, I felt more comfortable reading for other people. So I uh, would essentially read tarot for money at lunchtime and it kind of got around and people would see me doing it. I wasn't really quiet about being pagan. I didn't feel like I needed to be. I didn't understand that other people thought it was bad. My mom had kind of warned me that people don't really understand, but she was also very supportive 
of me being who I was at all times. I was always a weird kid. So she, she kind of, you know, was very supportive of, of me being my authentic self at all times. So not only was I reading tarot at lunch, but I also had a pentagram on the back of my backpack. So I was essentially just blaring out to the world my pagan pride. This led to some very stressful conversations with people. There was a kid in my English class freshman year who repetitively told me that I was going to burn in hell and that he was going to burn me at the stake to send me there. Now, on the flip side, the leader of the Bible club at my school, yes, we had a Bible club at my school, came up to me one day and asked me about my religion. He said, I I see you've got the pentagram. I've seen you with your cards. And I'm curious. I want to know what makes you follow this path. So we would occasionally have conversations about paganism. And he was very open-minded. He was genuinely curious. He really wanted to know what it was about and wanted to learn. He didn't want to get into paganism himself, but he wanted to understand it. And he wanted to understand why people would be drawn to that instead of a form of Christianity. I really respected that. So here I was stuck at school, seeing two sides of the same coin, where you have a complete jerk threatening to kill me on almost a daily basis. And a person who was the leader of the Bible club wanting to understand So that was my experience in high school. There was some good, there was some bad, and the bad really stuck with me. The bad made me scared. There was a time where I swore he had followed me home. I was scared. I walked around the block a couple more times so that hopefully if he was following me home and just didn't happen to be going the same path, that he wouldn't actually know where I lived because I was scared. That did not deter me from being who I was. Fast forward to about 2010, and I come across Kern County Pagan Circle. Now, KCPC, which is still around, is just a discussion group where each week is a different topic and they discuss all things paganism. It made me feel not alone. Until then, I practiced by myself, I studied by myself, I did everything alone because I've since moved out of my home with my mother. And even when we lived together, we didn't do much magic together because we, it was just, it was a private thing. So to have a community to be able to have discussions with, because I personally learn better through communication, through verbal communication with people, as opposed to reading. Reading is fantastic. There are things you can only find in books these days. But my point is, for me, I am a very social individual. So having a community that I could go to and discuss these things that mean so much to me was life changing, honestly. So here I am owning who I am, loving myself, loving this path. And my religion had never really come up in any of the jobs that I'd had before, because to me, What someone does behind closed doors is no one else's business. I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't care what your religion is. The way that you act when you leave your home is the way that you should be judged. So religion had just never really come up at any of my jobs. 
So then I get to the place that I'm working currently and I've been working there for a while. I finally have a desk that is mine all the time. I, <laughs> I am obsessed with crystals for anyone who knows me and, or follows my social media. I'm obsessed with crystals. So um, I start very slowly integrating crystals into my workspace. <laughs> And it gets noticed. So people start asking me questions. And I'm like, oh, well, um, I just like them. They're pretty. That was my answer at first. The reason that I didn't just come out and be like, oh, I'm pagan. I'm into crystals and energy healing and tarot and all of these things is because the company is very small and the owners were very religious. And I liked my job. I didn't want to be judged based on my religion. I didn't want to be treated differently. I didn't want to be passed up for promotion. I didn't want to be looked at like I was weird and not taken seriously. I didn't want to get fired for some dumb reason and have it actually be about my religion. If I get fired because I suck at my job, then I get fired for sucking at my job. But getting fired based on my religion would be severely agitating. Now, I know what you're saying. Religion is protected. But I live in California, which is an at-will state. And all they have to do is come up with some excuse to fire me. They don't have to be honest with the reason that they're firing you. They just have to have a reason. So I was scared. Straight up, hands down, scared. And eventually, an incident happened where it came up that I did tarot. And the CEO was like, oh, that's cool. And that moment changed how I acted at work. At that point, I felt comfortable. I felt accepted. I felt like I wasn't being judged. Knowing that my job was not in jeopardy for me being who I was gave me the ability to be out in the open and honestly has helped me help some people at work. So that moment really changed the way that I presented myself at work. Not completely, but I didn't hide who I was anymore because I knew that I was not going to get fired for it. I was not going to be judged for it. Uh, I might get a little side eye now and then from people, but I don't care. That doesn't bother me at all. It's actually become kind of a joke that I am the crazy crystal lady because (laughs) quite frequently someone will say that they are having an issue of some sort and I'll be like, oh, I'll be right back and come back with a crystal. Um, to help them with whatever their issue is that they happen to have. Or I will gift people crystals for Christmas or just because or because I saw it and it made me think of them. It's very nice to be able to be myself at work and not have to worry about being judged. But that was a fear for a very long time. Now that you know who I am, let's talk about this podcast, where it came from and what it's going to be about. So a few years ago, A friend of mine had a podcast based around her life and experiences as a lesbian. There was this episode where they were talking about their fears of coming out of the closet. And I was astonished when I realized the similarities between coming out of the closet and coming out of the broom closet. It made me realize that I wasn't just some paranoid person, which I totally am, by the way, but that other people must have gone through the same things that I did regarding paganism. And that they must have had the same fears that I had. I honestly had never even thought about that before. It made me realize that there needs to be a voice out there for the pagan community, letting them know that they are not alone in their experiences. To let people know 
who are new to the community, that they're not alone on their path and that they can take the hands of those who came before them and feel guided down their path instead of scared and alone. Now, am I saying that I'm trying to be the voice of the pagan community? No, but I want to be a podcast for the pagan community. I am not going to be the only person speaking on this podcast. There are going to be lots of guest speakers because I feel that it's important to have multiple views and multiple opinions. So I want this to be a community for the community. So what we're going to go over in this podcast is going to be people's coming out stories and the experiences that they had coming out of the broom closet and the explanations of their path. I want them to talk about how they started and how they got to where they are and what path they're even walking. The pagan path has many, many roads and everyone's experience is different. And I want to show that. I want to show that there is no right and no wrong way to walk this path. We're also going to have some educational episodes regarding different paths, different divination practices, and general magic work. Maybe even some paranormal conversations. If it's pagan or metaphysical, it's probably going to come up. The path this podcast takes is also going to depend on you, the listener. If you have ideas or suggestions or topics that you would like to hear us talk about or questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can reach us at out of the broom closet on Instagram with periods between each word or out of the broom closet podcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach me on my tarot page, which is wise wolf tarot on Instagram with periods between each word or facebook.com backslash wise wolf tarot. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be the light, my friends. And please remember that you're never alone.